You are listening to Overanalyzing a Thing, hosted by Jumbled Radio Online. I am your host, Julian Orihana. Um, this is Oats. Oats is my show that I've created where I can just overanalyze anything that I seem fit to analyze, whether it's a sports game, whether it's professional wrestling, a video game, a book, paintings, whatever, YouTube video, it can be anything. Uh, today I'm going to be analyzing one of my favorite songs for my favorite games, uh, Persona 5 is the game. The song is Beneath the Mask. Um, Persona 5 is a Japanese RPG social simulator where you are a high school student that basically jumps into the metaverse. And inside this metaverse, you can battle monsters and change basically the minds and the consciousness of the people living around you. Um, obviously, we do it for the better. And this song plays when you are in the social sim part of the game where you get to just, you know talk to people, build friendships, study because you're a student, and just overall live a life, live a second life as you play the game. Um, it's a great balance in the game, actually, but this, the lyrics to this song and the feel of this song is very specific as for Persona um, players, for Persona lovers, the game is basically Morgana's song. I have analyzed and deduced from my own little mind that the song belongs to Morgana and it is Morgana's song completely. Um, there are multiple versions of the song. You got uh, multiple versions. Actually, I'm going to try to make multiple versions play. If they don't, I apologize, but I'll let you listen to a part of the main version and we'll just jump straight into the analysis. Just a fair warning, uh, there will be spoilers. Heavy, heavy spoilers for this 100-hour-plus RPG, so if you have not played the game or you're in the process of playing the game, I would suggest you do not listen to this podcast, which is not good for my listens, but, you know, I don't want to ruin the experience of Persona for you because it was such a beautiful game for me. So without that, let us begin. Whether or not I let you guys listen to the full version, whether I'm, you know, carrying a copyright strike uh, at the moment or when I post this podcast, you have heard the song. Um, the song comes in different forms. You have the normal version with the lyrics. You have the normal version with just the instruments, no lyrics involved. You have the rain version with no with no lyrics. And you have the rain version with instrumental. I think I'm not sure if the rain version has two variations but the rain version and the normal version are the main differences in terms of how it sounds you also get the song uh remixed in persona 5's dancing game uh dancing in starlight i think it's called very good remix i'll play that at the end of this podcast for you guys to listen to um you know i listen to a part two there's also a remix in the new smash brothers game if i were to rank all of it i would actually put the normal version at the top the rain version with lyrics, 
the dancing starlight on third and then the rest can just be jumbled i don't really mind actually you can put the smash one as the worst one not worse as in it's bad it's just not my favorite out of all the variations of the song but in order to get into the theory i do have to say that this theory was sort of half baked half baked and i mean reading back at my notes i still believe it's a bit half baked um the approach to when i first wrote this theory feels like an approach of a uh like a poorly worded english essay so that's probably how this is going to come off to people who are listening and who are big fans of persona um, but the idea of my analysis and me looking into the lyrics of the song is that I do firmly believe that the song was written in the perspective or for Morgana. Um, for those of you who have not played the game, Morgana is an important character that you do not play as, but helps you learn the game through the tutorials and is an important part of the team. Um, actually, for anyone that's not listening, I will not take as much time explaining the game. Um, this is just a thing for me and for other Persona fans out there, so... I do understand if you want to click off, but for everyone else who's listening or who has played Persona, um, the song is definitely about Morgana. I fully believe it's about Morgana, and I'm going to go line by line uh, in the lyrics to kind of say and analyze like an English major in an English essay to why it is Morgana. So we'll go with the first verse and the first line. Sorry, the first stanza. So the first line, where have you been? Been searching all along. Morgana is seen, or you can picture the beginning where Morgana meets Joker in the metaverse trapped in the cell, um, released, and you further find out that Morgana's only been in the metaverse this whole time. Morgana has only experienced and explored the metaverse in Morgana's consciousness. Um, you just you just find out that he's been a fandom thief this whole time, trying to find treasure because he was tasked to find treasure. Um, you can also assume that with his statement and where he was, that he didn't really have any direction or anywhere to go to. He was searching for treasure searching for something but he did not know that the been searching all along part was him searching for joker so that's kind of foreshadowing uh morgana's task into leading joker to the velvet room or into leading joker into phantom thieves to fight balbadoth galbadoth balbadoth oh my god at the end of the game um the next line came facing twilight on and on just further emphasizes how long morgana has been in the metaverse and, and like you know how in the metaverse it's mostly nighttime besides Futaba's palace and Shido's palace where it's clearly daytime in the desert and uh, sunset I believe for Shido um, but because Morgana hasn't experienced those palaces before he's been stuck in Kamoshida's palace which is at nighttime facing twilight facing night facing the darkness you could also see mementos as a dark place in which Morgana sees. You know, so more twilight, more nighttime. It's it's kind of what he's been experiencing until he's met Joker. And again, the next line further emphasizes another aspect of Morgana, which is Morgana's amnesia. The real question to be asked is, where have I been? Where have I been? Morgana isn't sure of his past. The entire game he begins to doubt himself because he believes he's a human but then is a cat in the real world which is very confusing for himself and a lot of the people in the game um but that's this that's his main through line into the story besides leading the phantom thieves and helping them navigate until futaba takes over he's just trying to figure out who he is what where he's been in order to get to where he was and where he origin where he originates which we later find out is in the velvet room in the depths of mementos um as you hit the chorus, uh, 
Uh, I'm a shapeshifter. Easy, easy reference to how he turns into a car, how he turns into a plush animal in the metaverse, and how he turns into a cat in real world. In the real world, um, it could also uh, okay because this game is only for Persona Five and not Persona Five Royal. I'm not going to say that he's a shapeshifter as a human because there are speculations and rumors that Morgana is human in the new Persona game. I will just say that he shapeshifts into three things in the original game, so it's quite clear the connection if you were to follow with this through line of beneath the mask being for morgana um, at pose masquerade this one is quite interesting because uh, pose masquerade is a story that revolves around a prince called prince prospero he holds a giant masquerade because there is a uh, there's a sickness that's coming around his town written by edgar Allan poe it has references to multiple rooms referring to each stage of life um, you could also see that the velvet room was an inspiration for the last room or most of the rooms taken from the story as the velvet room is described to be a shrouded black the last room which is the death room which the velvet room is what i believe to be taken from in the book in the story by poe is described to be shrouded in black velvet tapestries that are hung all over the ceiling and down the walls falling falling in heavy folds upon a carpet of the same material in hue and if you look at most velvet rooms the blue velvet is very much the main color it's the same color it may not be black like described in the room of the book sorry the story but you can see the implications of it uh furthermore the, uh, it's really interesting to note that post masquerade comes up in this game because i couldn't find any research i can only theorize that each level of mementos would refer to each room that Poe was speaking of inside of that story, inside of the Masquerade of Death. Uh, so maybe Mementos leads all the way up to Morgana. And, you know, you could say essentially that Morgana is the death of Balbadoth, Galbadoth, Salbadoth, whatever the fuck the last dude's name is. Um, Yalbadoth. Oh my god. So he's the last... You could say Morgana is the death for Yalbadoth because he's the one that leads Joker and them to the room. Also, you can just say that the pose masquerade is just a reference to the masks used in the game. Um, there's a heavy emphasis of removing the mask, removing your mask to show your true self, your true form, etc. So it may not be Morgana, but it also helps with referencing Morgana. Because, again, Morgana is nothing but a mask. He's nothing but a mask in the masquerade. But until he finds out that his job was to show Joker the truth, was to lead Joker to the end. Um... Uh, hiding both face and mind again the theme of the masks inside the game is quite heavy all free for you to draw it's an emphasis on this is an emphasis i think this is less morgana more just in general of the game uh, how we put on a mask or we put on a face for people to watch us and notice us in real life um, and obviously we do not we cannot sway or we can't uh force people to think a certain way of us because it's their decision their consciousness to judge us they're it's there it's on them to draw their own picture of us when they meet us for the first time or see us from afar or whatever like that so less morgana more just in general um what else should i be please don't take off my mask revealing dark this is one of the last lines that changes in the chorus throughout the song uh what else should i be please don't take off my mask revealing dark this is more more in relation to Morgana than the past two lines, as Morgana does not know what else he can be besides a phantom thief. 
he's afraid to take off the mask and find out who he is inside because he's afraid that he's not human. He's afraid that if he's not human, if he's not something that he wanted to be or projected to be, he's nothing but a disappointment and failure, which in turn could look dark to him. Um, it's just a fear that he has because he, has, he knows nothing from the past. And if you couple it with the dreams that he was having throughout the game, he's just afraid that he's going to be another monster. Afraid that if you take off the mask of Morgana, he's nothing but one of the one of the monsters and one of the people that you take, one of the personas in the metaverse. So, which is a scary thing because Morgana does have a connection, a connection to the real world that all personas don't have or most personas do not have. So it's, it's very scary to reveal... A potential darkness but that's just the fear of the unknown uh, furthermore to the other last lines of each uh, chorus uh, chained down to my core again please don't take off my mask my place to hide chained down to his core Morgana might just be f confused to what he is like his core literally is chained down you could say it's a reference to how the room was locked up and how all of the consciousness and mementos believe that that room held the most dangerous individual you could also argue that that dangerous individual is joker but i think it's mainly morgana because morgana was birthed there there's a lot more emphasis and that part of the story that morgana is was that's morgana's home that's where morgana was birthed that's where morgana belongs and that's why he was having the dreams of mementos because he was birthed there and he came from there you can say chained down to his core that he was meant for this job of joker but again, not knowing, having the amnesia, the supposed amnesia, and just not sure who he truly is, is another scary thing. So don't take off my mask, my place to hide. He sees the Phantom Thieves just like every other Phantom Thief that becomes a Phantom Thief in the game as a place to hide insecurities, as a place to hide any doubts upon yourself. Because when they were Phantom Thieves, they were in full strength and full power to take control of whatever they wanted. They were strong people who forgot all of their insecurities, who forgot everything that they struggled for and just felt strong and were not afraid anymore. So it would make sense that chained down to his core, he could believe that he's a monster, but he's not afraid. Chained down to his core is his insecurities, is his fear. So don't take off the mask because he uses that mask to hide. He doesn't want to reveal himself in, in the fears of himself being poor or not living up to what he expected. Um, the final line of the song or the final line of the last chorus uh, I have no face to show. Please don't take off my mask, my disguise. Um, again, fear of having no past, fear of not being human, fear of having no real essence but to be part of the Phantom Thieves. Morgana is scared to lose that. So if you were tasked, or not even tasked, if you were challenged to say that everything you love is nothing but a mask to you and you can just remove it and you become nothing, Morgana faces that fear of being nothing, being his work being not having his own personality and being degraded down to just a helper of the phantom thieves um in a way which makes him useless in his eyes because there's so many better people to do his job like when futaba takes over obviously that's a big blow to his ego it's a big blow to his self-esteem because that was one of the things that made him feel important that was one of the things that made him feel worth like feel have worth so he feels like if you take off the mask of the Phantom Thief, you take off the disguise as well of your confidence, your your belief in yourself, your, what's the word I'm looking for, when you, your purpose in life. And because Morgana still would not know before you reach the end of Mementos that he was made by Lavenza and Igor to 
help Joker get there, he would not know that he was anything else. He would just have to disguise all his insecurities and troubles as a phantom thief, as a strong person that can help the team, as someone who's useful. So furthermore, it's just it feels like because when you say that when you try to put these uh, final lines to the regular phantom thieves, they they're not really. There's no dark to reveal from them. They're just scared. The dark that they reveal is the fears that's in front of them rather than themselves. Um, chained down to their core, again, it's just another thing form of insecurity. But they don't really hide behind the mask. If anything, they hide being phantom thieves. They don't flaunt that they are phantom thieves. Unlike Morgana, who can only hide behind the mask of being a phantom thief with the crew themselves like Morgana is the one that I believe that is linked to these lines uh, when we get to the second stanza it's just a further emphasis of Morgana early game uh, with moments of calm nothing to be found I'll, I'll rep in the next ones a mirror right in front of me that's where I find an empty glass reflecting the sad truth so moments of calm nothing left to be found uh, Morgana does struggle when you finish a palace he struggles when you're not doing phantom thief work so he can't find any purpose. He can't find anything that he believes gives him gives him joy, gives him pleasure, that makes him feel fulfilled. Because there's nothing to do when you're not a when you're not a fan of thief. Morgana just has to be a cat, and with Morgana having such a personality and such goals, you can't. He couldn't do what the what the kids were doing. He couldn't go to school. He couldn't uh, have. He couldn't find love and relationships because he's clearly different. So these moments of calm with nothing left be found just emphasizes that he is nothing but a phantom thief. He is nothing but a helper. And once Futaba comes in, he is nothing. He's nothing. It's like I wouldn't say that he was nothing because he's quite a useful healer for my playthrough. And you can say I'm wrong in terms of using him as a healer. But if I was in his shoes, I would feel nothing. I would feel nothing at all when it comes to when it comes to the downtime of being a phantom thief, like my glass would be empty if that was all I was looking forward to do, if that was all I was wanting to do. And it is a sad truth to know that you have nothing else in life but to be a phantom thief, but to lead. And once again, I emphasize Futaba's entry because he doesn't become the navigator point. Futaba becomes the navigator. And that 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 would deal such a huge ego boost, ego blow, excuse me, to him. It's the sad truth that there's nothing there's nothing in him. There's no there's, there's no there's nothing <laughs> I don't know what else to say uh, the next line it's telling words not to be told I need that mask again emphasizing sure you can say that everyone else in the team needs the mask to feel strong and to break down their the palaces that they are given to break down but Morgana needs that mask more than anyone Morgana needs that life of a phantom thief more than any of these people because Morgana has nothing else and you can essentially say that it's a sad thing that he has nothing else, but that's what he was born to do. He was born to lead them to the end. But knowing that, in knowing that, that he saved the world from from just straight truth and full order is something to be proud of. So later in the game, obviously, he'll get over all of these fears. But this, this song isn't as calm as you'd expect. It's very sad in a way, very depressing in terms of how someone would introspect and find nothing there, especially... It's especially sad when you know that the person who's being introspected or who's introspecting themselves 
can't really understand their true potential and their truth in terms of Morgana leading Joker to the end to fight Yalbadoth and stuff like that. Uh, the third stanza, it starts with, I can't tell you how to see me. I think this is the mostly the breakdown. Um, just a cage of bones, there's nothing inside. Uh, can't tell you how to see me. It links, links to the line of all free free to draw. We We can't tell people how to see us. We can't force their consciousness or beliefs about us to change unless we change and we change our actions even then their their views on you may never change like you can do something real shitty to someone or you can do something real good to someone and no matter what you do from there their view will be the first thing that you meet them with but that's other people um so morgana understands this he can't tell you to see him as a human because he can't believe that he's a human he can't tell you can't tell him to see he was useful because he understands that there are more useful people than him sometimes. Uh, just a cage of bones with nothing inside. Just further emphasizing that he's nothing but hes nothing but a stuffed cat. He's nothing but a cat with no worth inside. Or he believes that there is no worth inside of himself. Um, uh, will it unleash me? Burning down the walls. I think this is more of reference to the exploration of mementos. If he um if if he sees or finds himself in mementos, is there a fear that the walls that he built in terms of the relationships that he has with the other phantom thieves will it all burn down? Will it burn down everything he believes? Will it burn down everything he's worked for? Will it unleash a beast inside of me? So when they first see the door that leads to the velvet room, they find out that oh, it's locked in and that's the deepest monster there is. And even though Morgana's like yeah, no, I was definitely born there before finding out it was the Velvet Room. He's He can still be very much afraid that this is the beast that I was scared of for the entire game. This is the beast that I did not want to face, I did not want to see, that I did not want to potentially be, which clearly at the end of the game he's not. Uh, final line that we're going to be looking at, is there a way for me to break? Could be two, term, two interpretations in terms of Morgana. You could see, uh, is there a way for him to break out of being a beast and to do good a break from the potential danger that he could be or is there a way for him to break and become a beast and become the monster that he thinks he might be so with the entire song i do believe that morgana is the one that is written for or it's written about because once you find out that morgana is in mementos his birthplace was in mementos you never hear the song again um, you never hear these anxiety-driven lyrics or these worry-driven lyrics ever again in this game until you restart the game, essentially. Uh, the song stops playing once you start exploring mementos and you don't get to walk around and explore uh, the world at all because you just go directly to the shops. You go to Takemi or you go to EY, which is just their shop music playing. It's never beneath the mask anymore. So I feel like once that journey happens, and Morgana finds out, oh, I could be a beast. But then he further finds out that, no, I am a beacon for Joker and the Phantom Thieves. So once the truth was found, or once a truth was found, the song disappears. The lyrics don't matter anymore because he's reached that part of the journey where he can make a decision on who he wants to be and find out who he truly is. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's my entire document and sort of thoughts on 
how Beneath the Mask is for Morgana and how Beneath the Mask was written for Morgana by Morgana. Who knows? Um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys have anything to say, Persona fans out there, if you want to just tear down my work, you're more than welcome to do so. I'm not going to stop you. I can't stop you. But if you want to discuss and tell me why I'm wrong without having to yell or say anything inflammatory... Um, I welcome that. I welcome discussion. I welcome to see how I could have misprinted or misjudged a couple things. Um, obviously, I don't have game uh, play footage playing in the game in the video that's out. And if you're listening to the audio, obviously you can't see anything. But that is my entire case for it. I do have a little, a couple more things, but mostly small things that don't really matter towards the song. Um, so tell me, do you have your own analysis on Morgana? Is there something that I missed? If you didn't play Persona 5 and you listened to this entire thing, then you're probably just a good friend. So tell me that you listened to the entire thing and I'll buy you coffee or something like that. I'm going to drink a hot chocolate for sure from it. But yeah, this has been one of the very first episodes of Overanalyzing a Thing, hosted by Drew Narihana on the Jumbled Radio Online station. Uh, thank you guys and girls and whoever I... Okay, big thing. We're going to discuss that in a different episode. The gender stereotyping, normalizing thing. But thank you guys so much for listening. I have been your host once again. My name is Julian Arahana. You can find me on my social medias at JulianArahana17 on Instagram and Twitter. You can go to my poetry Instagram account, Rustlin, with, Rustlin, Rustlin and Writing with a W. So it's spelled W R. W-R-U-S-S-L-I-N-A-N-D-W-R-I-T-I-N-G on Instagram. Uh, the other one, if you want to spell my name, it's J-U-L-I-A-N-O-R-E-J-A-N-A-1-7 both on Twitter and on, on, the, on the other Instagram. You can subscribe to the JRO channel on YouTube. You could subscribe to all the other listening platforms that I will find out to do and will put on the intro, I mean outro of this video. So once more, thank you so much for watching. I will be back with another overanalyzing a thing. And I will sign you off with my favorite version, or one of my favorite versions of the song. This is Beneath the Mask, Persona 5 Dancing in Starlight version. Goodbye, I'll see you next time. Don't take off.